Because of Brexit, you need a UK responsible person. So contact Easy Medical Device. UKREP at EasyMedicalDevice.com. UKREP at EasyMedicalDevice.com. Talk to you soon. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. I am Munir Lazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I'll share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standard today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir Alazuzi from easymedicaldevice.com. And today we will try to help you understand how to, um, ex if I can say, how to have a job, if I can say a job that you like or you want to have, and how also to maybe use the online presence, your online presence, or as I call it, personal branding in terms of uh, online presence to get it. And um, I have with me Karen Deep Badwal will help us to do uh, to do this and to discuss about this topic because really it will be a discussion between us. Uh, and uh, Karen Deep was here uh, in other episodes uh, where we discussed about also uh, how to find a job, if I can say, on the, on the, on the internet. So Karen Deep, welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Thank you for having me, Manir. So I'll start with an introduction. Uh, my name is Karen Deep Badwal. I'm a quality and regulatory consultant specializing in medical devices at my firm here at QRA Medical. <laughs> And uh, so, Karen Deep, so uh, as I said, we had you, if, I think, on, on, on some episodes before. We discussed also uh, a lot about uh, our experiences on uh, looking for a job or, or getting some people contact us to get a job. Uh, and, and I hope, yeah, today we can provide, if I can say, some advices to, uh, to, to the people about uh, how to do that correctly, because, yeah, we have some examples where it was not done really in a, in a, in a good way. So, um, What do you think? We can start with maybe just giving some information about maybe your experience on how to do that specifically on LinkedIn, for example. Yes. Yeah, so my experience of LinkedIn is to do with the approach. And that's what many people get wrong. You know, people think because it's an online platform, you know, it's not like real life. But reality is that's the way you need to treat it. I often get messages on LinkedIn where people just send me a CV. It says, hi, currently, please find me a job. And that's not the correct way to do it. It's like if a stranger approached you in the street, hands you a copy of the CV and says, please find me a job and walks away, you know, you're not going to take them very seriously. The way that you need to actually do it is you need to build some sort of rapport with that person. So for example, if they are publishing articles, they are publishing videos, interact with them, build a relationship with that person, you know, maybe comment on some of their posts and be asked them questions based on whatever they might be a subject matter expert in. And then once you build that relationship, you can tell them, you know, okay, I'm on the market. I'm looking for this particular job. But the second most important thing I like to see why is if you're not getting a job, it means that, you know, it can be for several reasons. But tell me what you've already done. You know, if you've been on the market for six months and you've been applying to certain types of jobs and maybe that you're applying to the wrong sorts of jobs and that's why you're not getting a response. Maybe it could be your experiences and issues. So you need to be very specific as to why it is that you're not getting that job. And then somebody can actually help you. Yeah, I, I see also on LinkedIn that people are. Uh, using posts to just publish their CV and say, oh, can you can you uh, find me a job? Sometimes I'm looking at those CV just to, to see what, what, what it is, but um, it's not really catchy, if I can say. It's not really, um, I mean, I, when I see CVs now, I just pass. I don't stop to read what, what they are doing because mainly uh, it's LinkedIn is, is a platform for every uh, job or every people. So it's not like specialized on medical devices, for example. So uh, do you think this is also something that can help or, I, I mean, I mean, Is it like 
you have only one way to do it or you can use many ways and try to try to reach this objective here with this objective there's no wrong or right way of doing it i have my own methods other people have their own methods it's all about doing what works best for you you know what works for me may not work for another person but the important thing is you go out there and experiment you know if one method is not working for you fine go out and try another the mistake that people are making is they stick into the same method again and again and that's why they're not getting the results that they're looking for yeah um on the example that uh, that people are contacting uh, on linkedin i have also the same example so i have some people which contact me and say, oh, uh, I see that you have a, a firm in Europe and can you provide me a job uh, and here is my CV. And uh, okay, it's a direct message. So I say, okay, let's look at his CV. And when I look at the CV, it has no quality regulatory affairs uh, experience at all. He's working, for example, in banks. And because we talk about banks and it talks about compliance, they think that it's the same in the medical devising. I have a compliance experience in the bank, so it should be the same. It's just reading an article of laws, if I can say, on medical devices, uh, which is not really the reality here. So um, there is also a lot of people that are, uh, we call that cold calling. So it's many cold, they are sending you just a cold email. So just to say, I try, I send that to every people possible, and then maybe one will, will be sticking on it, but um, yeah. There is this methodology, I don't say it's not working. I just say that maybe it takes a lot of efforts to send 1,000 maybe uh, requests to, um, to uh, peoples. Uh, but my, the methodology I would really recommend is really to um, really laser focus on really one or two or three organizations that you really want to work for and to see exactly what they are doing and then to uh, customize if I can say, your approach to them, which is, uh, which is normally what you are doing also during an interview. When you are on interview, you are um, making some research on companies and then you are approaching them and then working with them uh, and everything. So. Um, Another thing that, I mean, we talked also about, uh, we talked specifically about LinkedIn, but I think there is other groups that they can also add, and it's not only LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the platform for professional um, social media, if I can say, but do you know any other platform or something that people can use also for contacting, if I can say, to, 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 be, um, to be able to contact other people in the same industry? Yes, so there's a website called Collabtree and Collabtree is where, you know, subject matter experts go online and advertise the services and not necessarily that you want to buy the services, but it's a really good way to find people in your subject field that you can get into contact with. Of course, you have your own easy medical device telegram platform as well, where, you know, you share the latest news, you know, white papers, any changes in regulations. So those are the two I'm aware. And of course, uh, there's the MDG premium as well by Joe Hage in the USA. So that's another group you can go into. So yeah, like you said, LinkedIn is the main platform, but then there are also other lot, lots of platforms as well, which my argument would be that if you target the smaller platforms, you're more likely to get the success that you're looking for because LinkedIn has millions and millions of people and your message can get lost. If you go onto a platform which only has hundreds of people, your message is going to get noticed a lot more. No, I think it's it's good and and you're right. So um, yeah, I have the, the Telegram platform where I, I'm trying to to share um, information. There is also a chat link to it. So if people are, want to ask questions, they can ask questions directly on the group, on the Telegram group. Um, the one with M MDG Premium with Joe Ag. So um, I think it's an interesting one. Um, if you are really specialized in quality and regulatory affairs, uh, or if you are specialized in medical devices, let's say not quality and regulatory affairs, but in medical devices, because there, there is people that are really from marketing, from design, from testing, from software, from even some customers or and some quality and regulatory affairs people that are working together. And sometimes 
they are bringing also projects and say, okay, do you have somebody who, who can help me on this or on that? And there, there is a lot of discussion. There is a lot of things. So, but it is specialized for medical devices. So it's also something that I would recommend. So the MDG Premium with uh, Joe Hag, uh, who has uh, who has created that. Um, okay. So um, now, if I can say, we, we are having those groups. Uh, I think there is also other groups. I mean, I'm part, for example, of a WhatsApp group uh, for uh, Middle East. I'm about another group in Telegram also where other people are gathering and asking questions. So there is a lot of groups, so it's not just one. So I think just being part of this, even if you are not active on those groups, just listening what the people are doing, are asking, um, searching, maybe making some contacts one by one, one by one with people, starts you, you start then to create your network. And this is really what people have to think about. It's not like just, oh, I will contact anybody, but try... We, it's, it takes more time, but try to build your network. And this is maybe something that uh, we would really recommend people to do. Um, so in terms of um, companies, so mainly, as, as I've said, we are targeting some companies. So say, okay, let's work for this or let's work for that. But when we are talking about consulting, so if people are really trying to push to consulting, so what do you think would be the best approach to do to maybe um, uh, arrive to this business alone or through another consulting firm so that that can be working correctly? Personally, there's two methods of going about it. There's number one, which is going alone and using your network and establishing your own limited liability company and acting as a consultancy. And then what you can do in that, you can take on projects and if there's anything that you know you perhaps don't have the capacity to take on, you can outsource that to somebody. Or you have the second method is which you work with a consultancy where the network is already there, the subject matter experts are already there and you just focus on what you want to work on and then maybe you can reach out to other consultants. Personally, I think you need to have a blend of both. You know, you can't rely on one and then not have the other. And that generally is the smartest option to do. So yeah, there are many big companies out there. For example, there's Caducium, which is based in France, but they also do a lot of contracts based around Europe. Uh, we also have Matrix as well, which is quite popular here and also in the USA. And, you know, there's many other smaller firms out there too. So my personal opinion is, yes, have your own company as well, but then also partner with consultant, consultant firms because that's how you're really going to build your network. And the key here as a consultant, it's all network-based. You know, you can't just sit there. It's not like normal jobs where you can just send out a CV, you get hired. Everything is based on your network and what you have as your reputation. No, I think it's great. And, and I confirm that, yeah, the network is really the, what is working correctly. Uh, I mean, if you start with this kind of job, um, if you have been already always on corporate and it's the first time you arrive to kind of consulting job, it's really, it can be really difficult at the beginning because I think we have some people that have more the mindset of um, corporate jobs. So um, starting at nine in the morning, finishing at uh, four or five in the evening, et cetera, and then having their weekend and everything. And you have the ones that are more like in the entrepreneurship uh, mindset, which uh, uh, they don't count hour and they, 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 they try to do everything that it's, uh, it's possible. Uh, I call them the one that have no plan B. So it's only the one that have a plan A. <laughs> so, so they have no choice. They have to succeed or because there is no plan B uh, at all. And this is the ones that really succeed because when you have a plan B, you can say, okay, let's stop here. I think it's enough. Let's go back to a normal job or whatever. But when you don't have a plan B, then I think it's, it's the best uh, for you uh, to then move, uh, move forward. Um, I have also another tool that, uh, I mean, if people are looking for some consulting um, firms, and they don't know which one to, to go for. Um, I, so I, I know that um, 
unique so created a, a, a website which is called quality engine uh, so quality engine is grouping uh, it's like uh, the the uh, yellow papers for medical devices so if you look for a, a consulting firm if you look for uh, a laboratory for for importer distributor etc so normally this is there it's it's quite new so maybe the, the database is not completely filled but you can go and find some consulting firms uh, that maybe you can contact and then try to see, okay, do they have maybe some position or some uh, some some jobs and they can maybe get your CV also and when they will have some opportunity, they can call you also. So it can be something that uh, that can work also. I mean, I am doing also that. Uh, I have some people that are really interesting uh, and that I keep their CV. The fact is I don't have a mission or, or somebody that uh, is really, uh, uh, can really be interested by that for now. So as soon as I have somebody, then I contact them and say, okay, I have a mission for you. So would be, would you be interested to work on that? And and then we can, it can work. So um, it's, it's really, as I've said, really don't be patient. I think on this kind of thing, be really patient because yeah, I mean, at one point it will work, but it's some, not something that works uh, like an overnight success. I'm always saying it's, uh, uh, People are talking to other people when you are good. So if you, if you have anything that, if, if you have really done a great job with the other missions, they will, the word will start to be spread to say, this guy is really doing a great job. So uh, then it can, it can work also. Um, in terms of um, when you start, I mean, this is my experience now. So in terms, and I think yours also, in terms of starting your consulting uh, activity, mainly I didn't start like, um, okay, let's go and I will try to look for customers. I started at the beginning with online marketing. So mainly, uh, even if I was working on a corporate job, I was having a blog, then I started to have a videos, a YouTube channel, then I started to have podcasts, but I was not a consultant at that time. I was still working on my corporate job. So I was start, my idea is more about personal branding. So to show to people that I know what I'm doing, I know my subject, I know what I'm talking about, uh, instead of, as, as I've said to you before, placing CVs, if I can say, on on, uh, on LinkedIn to say, oh, here is my CV, look at it and hire me. So this was really my first idea. And after a certain time, people started to contact me to uh, help them on project. But I said, oh, it was not my first intention. <laughs> my, but more and more, I saw that there is more and more comp- people that were contacting me. And then I started to say, okay, let's think about consulting firm and then helping people out of that. So how did it work for you exactly? Yeah, so how it started with me with consultancy, I did something which I really don't recommend for people, which was I had a full-time job and I was doing contracting part-time. And what that would mean was I had to rearrange lunch breaks, I had to rejig a lot of things to, you know, get actually that contract. But just like you said, I started doing a lot of marketing. I started making videos on LinkedIn. I participated in some of your previous podcasts. I was sort of sharing posts, but I did it just like you because I really enjoyed medical devices. I really enjoyed talking about it and sharing my knowledge with people. And as a side effect of it, people started watching my video and say, okay, Karen Deep understands what he's doing, or I will make a video on ISO 13485 and a company will reach out and say, hi, Karen Deep, we're trying to get ISO 13485 certified, can you help me? So that's the real thing. I think the trick here is don't just make content for the purpose of having a job. Make content that actually helps people that somebody can gain value from. People then realize that you are a subject matter expert and you understand what you're talking about. And the side effect of that is you get hired. But number two, the key is you need to be consistent. You can't just make one video, walk away, not make another one, expect that same video to keep bringing you roles. You need to be very consistent in what you do. So yeah, it it is a brilliant way of doing it, but you need to put a lot of time in at first. You know, the first few months, the first weeks, or sometimes even the first few years, you're not going to see the results that you want to see. 
But if you say consistent over a long period of time, it's going to get to a point where you start turning away jobs because that's a brilliant position to be in where you're constantly at capacity. There's always plenty of work. And that's generally what you're aiming for. So consistency and be aware that these results come over time and not overnight. Yeah, no, I think you are completely right. And uh, and just to prove you that, yeah, um, I mean, first, in terms of consistency, uh, I started my podcast and I made, uh, if I can say, I signed a contract between myself and <laughs> the podcast, if I can say to say, every week of the year, every week there will be a podcast episode. Every week. So it's not like, oh, I will do it once and then I'll stop one or two weeks and come back to it, etc. No, my mission, my commitment, if I can say, was that, Every week, there will be a podcast that will be released. And for now, I succeeded since I started the podcast. Every week, there was a podcast starting. And what was funny also is the fact that I had some people that contacted me for a certain mission. And they said to me, I contacted you because I'm following you since your first podcast. So I'm following you since now two years. And after that, when the mission when a mission came and they asked oh do you know a consultant to do that and i, I immediately think, thought about you and and work with i wanted to work with you on that and this is as you said how consistency can help you in the long term to say okay people if they really like what you are doing if they really follow what you are doing then at one point they will contact you and they will ask you to help them i see a lot of people that are now also starting a podcast people that are also starting to make videos Um, where they are sharing experiences, which is for me really great because I think this is a, the right method for you to show that you are able to do a certain job and to really help those uh, those manufacturers. Um, so um, you have also a YouTube channel. You have, do you have, no, you, you have uh, that, but you don't have a podcast for now. No, it's, like I said, Manier as well, it's uh, everything that you do, you need to be consistent with it. You know, I don't want to start a podcast, like you say, and then realize I can't commit to one episode a week. So at the moment, I'm only doing things that I know that I can commit the time for. I'm not the kind of guy to start something and then, you know, just walk away. No, I think it. it's, it's, it's a good point here. But uh, yeah, you are always welcome to my podcast if you want to share any knowledge. So fine for me. Uh, yeah, in terms of podcasting, so... Um, Uh, actually, I'm listening to some of them, not all, because I mean, uh, there is some top. Uh, what is interesting in podcasting is the fact that you can read the title of the podcast and then see, okay, it's interesting for you or not. Because uh, when it's interesting, then you say, okay, let's listen, let's, uh, or, or no, don't need to listen. So um, just I want to share my playlist of podcasts that I'm, I'm listening. Uh, so the first one is the one really I started, even before me starting a podcast, uh, it was the Greenlight Guru podcast with uh, John Spear. And uh, uh, I don't know if when this episode will go live, uh, the, this will be released or not, but I just recorded an episode with John Spear, uh, with Greenlight Guru. And uh, I'm really proud of that because I said, okay, I was listening to him <laughs> before even I was kind of uh, uh, on, the, on this area of social media and everything. And now I'm recording a podcast with him and I'm, I'm doing that. So it was really, really great. And I, I, I mean, I was really proud of that because I say it's like meeting your, uh, you are a fan of somebody or doing something and then meeting those people or discussing with those people and then having doing, doing a project with those people, which is really something that, uh, that, that was really great for me. So I don't know if it will be released, but uh, yeah, you can listen to Greenlight Guru and there will be normally a, a podcast episode uh, with me. Um, the other one is the QMED podcast with Elena Kui. Uh, she, uh, she has really uh, the same kind of type of podcast as me. So she's trying also to interview people. Uh, there is another one which has nothing to do with, um, with the medical devices, but it's more with pharmaceutical, which is called Quality Talk 
with Jan Kugel. Uh, it's more of pharma, but uh, there is a lot of similarities with medical devices because they are talking a lot about quality, how to avoid some issues, how to address this issue. And here you can see that pharma and devices do have a lot of commonality in terms of management of quality. Uh, and the last one is, um, uh, it was, because it changed. It was Raqqa today uh, with Mitch Robbins, but now it changed to uh, Lean Raqqa uh, today with uh, Michel Lott. So they have, uh, they have switched, if I can say the presenter and also the title, uh, which is also something that is uh, great. So for me, I advise you to listen to other podcasts. I'm not asking you to listen specifically to those ones, but I'm advising you really to listen to this kind of podcast where you will learn something, where there will be really some um, information that can be provided and that can help you to then discuss about that with a, a future employer or with any other people that, uh, that is coming inside, uh, inside your network and that you can really help them also on that. Um, do you have other podcasts than those ones? Or? Yeah, so there's a recent one. I've just been featured on it as well. Again, I'm not sure when this um, episode will go live. Possibly it's live or not by the time it's recorded. But it's uh, called MedTech Futures by Simon Curtis. Yeah. It's fairly new. And what it is, he's someone who works in the recruitment field of medical devices. So it's not necessarily a knowledge-based podcast. He more, he contacts experts in the field and just asks them about their life story. You know, how did they start? What made them passionate about it? Because I think that's another part too as well. There's number one is knowledge. And number two, a lot of people want to know is like, why is this such a good field to work in? And it's really good that we spread that message. Yeah, I think I will get contacted also for this podcast. Uh, we had the first uh, a first uh, discussion, and uh, I don't know when we can maybe record that. But yeah, I got contacted with that, and I think it's also important to understand uh, the story of the people because um, there there are some people that are seeing us, if I can say maybe on on a, a podcast or on a channel or whatever, and they say, oh, it's an overnight success or it's a, something that works. Thing. No, it's something that took a lo lot of years. So for me, it was like. Uh, four years now or three years that I'm I'm starting my 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 journey, uh, and when I started, I already knew that it will be maybe around two to three years that maybe I will make something with that. But before that, it was really hustling, like do it even if it's not working, even if just one person is listening to you, do it, continue to do it, and then it uh, it it worked afterwards. But yeah, I think it's also important to listen to this podcast where people are telling their stories because then it's called inspire you also because maybe you are also following the same pathway. So, so I think it's interesting. Do you have another one? Uh, that's all I know of at the moment. But like I said, with the pandemic, you know, a lot of people have time on their hands and I'm pretty sure that a lot of other podcasts will be coming on the market. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out in the future. Yeah, no, I think I think it's good. But uh, I really advise you, if I can say, to, to start a podcast, um, not maybe doing it like me because I'm doing also the video, um, but uh, for doing just the audio, it can be also maybe easier for, for you. Uh, if you have, if you want any advice on doing that, contact me. I'm really happy to do that and, and to, to help you on this uh, because, yeah, I mean, as, as I'm always, uh, as we are always saying, so when you are trying to help people with money, it's more like I'm bringing, I'm giving you money and uh, I have less money. But when it's about knowledge, I'm giving you my knowledge, but I have still the knowledge. So it's not like, uh, it's not like I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm losing something. So it's really helping you uh, also by doing things. So don't hesitate if you need any knowledge or any information to help you to do this kind of thing. So I'm, I would be really happy to help you there. Um, any other advice maybe for people that are looking for more network or knowledge um, for getting a job here? Yeah, build your network before you need it. 
So that's one thing that I did. When I started off in the medical devices field, I was connecting to people like yourselves. I got into contact with many people. This was well before I even became a consultant when I was in the corporate world. But I always had that vision in my mind that I wanted to have my own consultancy. That's the path that I wanted to take. So the idea being is that when I was ready to leave the corporate world and go out on my own as a consultant, the network was already there. The mistake that a lot of people are doing is they're sticking in corporate, keeping a corporate network. And then when they decide to leave, they either become a contractor or set up their own consultancy. They are then trying to build that network. And that's the mistake that people are doing. You know, build it before you need it. So the idea being that when you're ready and it's there, it's in front of you. That's what people are doing. It's almost like people are like, you know, trying to build a car and then what they're doing at the realize at the end of it is they're not putting the wheels on the car. So they're sitting in the car, they're ready to drive, but there's no wheels on there, so they can't move forward. So the network is like the wheels. That's what keeps you driving forward, basically. No, I think it's good. And um, um, most, of the, most of the people I, I'm talking with who, who, start, who went from corporate to, uh, uh, to consulting, uh, one thing that was in common, and it was not my, my case, but it was in common for them, is the fact that their first mission was their mission with their current employer. So it was not like they had to find somebody on, on the field. It was like, okay, I will quit my job to be a consultant, but I will ask my employer if he, if he needs me as a consultant on this job or on, on, on a job within its, its company. And then most of, of the time it's yes, because they are really helping. It's not like they are here to say, oh, you quit us, so then we don't help you anymore. No, they are really trying to help you also, which is also a good, a good thing here. So, um, okay, great. So um, I think, I hope, myself that uh, this helps you really to uh, to go through um, your journey um, to find a job a corporate job or to find a consulting job but yeah the idea is here really that uh, we try to give you some tips on how to do that uh, as i said online marketing can be one thing so to build your presence there trying to find some consulting firm that you can really work for uh trying to be part of some groups also as we talked so mdg premium group or some telegram whatsapp group etc uh, and also listening a lot of uh, the podcasts that you can on your field so that you can learn and you can also maybe discover people that you can contact afterwards and then maybe also have some talk with them so it's important that uh, as i said that you stay uh, uh awake and you really understand who is on the field and who you can contact and work with those people also okay so can deep something else no i think we've covered everything out there and what i say and i've always said this as well medical devices is a fantastic field to work in quality and regulatory is a really enjoyable job you know if you're the kind of person where every single day has to be different you like to be presented with new problems you're not doing the same thing day in day out this is one of those industries to get into no, great. Okay, so thank you, Karandip. Okay, so for everybody, if you really like this episode, so please don't forget to provide uh, some review on your um, on your uh, podcast provider, so Spotify or Apple or Google Podcast or uh, where, wherever you are listening to it. Uh, if you are watching that also on your YouTube channel, don't hesitate also to provide a, a, a comment if you are interested. So if you have any question, provide a comment on the YouTube channel. I will be happy to help you. Uh, also on the podcast uh, webpage, uh, if you provide any comment and they, uh, I can also ask uh, ask Karandip um, uh, to help to answer those uh, those questions but yeah we are really here to help you uh, there is no kind of um, things we'll uh, hold so don't hesitate and I will really try to help you to to get a job or to really do what you, what you really want to do so mainly this is the objective here okay Karandip so really thank you for your help thank you for your support and I wish you a nice day thank you you too Mane. bye 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 
Thanks for listening. So if you like this episode, please provide a review on the platform where you are listening to it. And also don't forget to share it with your colleagues. Thank you very much.